Hello and welcome to Show and Tell, the podcast series from the RPG Academy where we bring on a guest and we talk about something cool. Today's guest is Christopher Gray, who you may remember was on not too long ago for a Kickstarter for Happiest Apocalypse on Earth, a Powered by the Apocalypse game, which I'm happy to say successfully funded. But that is not what we are here to talk about today. Instead, we are here to talk about the 2C gaming module, Lion's Vault, which is for 5th edition as well as Pathfinder. Christopher, welcome back to the show. Hi, it's great to see you again. You know, we need to stop meeting like this. When are we <laughs> gonna when are we gonna sit down and game together, huh? People are gonna start to talk, I think. <laughs> right, right. Are, are you going to Gen Con? Because I'll be there. Uh no, I wish I was. I'm going to be um my next con is Strategic Con, uh Labor Day weekend. So I'll be there. Ah, yeah, I think where where is that? I've heard of it, but I don't know where it's it is. It's in Los Angeles. They do three a year. It's an excellent con. And uh, that's where the 2C gaming guys are located. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. So we are here today again, as I mentioned, to talk about Lion's Vault. Uh, this is the third in is basically we're going to say for right now an ongoing series of modules. Uh, so I think this module takes you to around a, a level 11, 9 to 11. And you mentioned before we started recording that the goal would be to keep these coming until you hit level 20. Right, right. And in fact, uh, the uh, the publisher of this game has a guy that does epic level gaming where, you know, you go past level 20. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to do an epic level, just keep it going. You know, how far can we drive this bus? Gotcha. All right, so let's, let's take a step backward to get to see where we're at. So this is, again, this is the third in the series. The first two, which I cannot pronounce the first one, it's the, the dome of a name I can't say. The, the dome of Ishak Zahur. Perfect. Uh, that is the first one. And again, in that one, you started at level one? That's correct. So in that very first part of the story, you start at level one. And there's a lot of great dungeons and traps. And uh, you start uncovering some of the secrets of this ancient race called the Narthenians. And it, it's sort of, um, if, you, if you had to point at something, it's a very ancient Egyptian kind of feel and texture, except you add a layer of you know heavy metal on top, and now it's Dungeons and Dragons. That was just the first tier. And then there was a second tier that came out uh, that was successfully kickstarted called City of Sands, which was chapter two. Okay. And then, and that would take us, I assume, based off of this one being level nine, that one probably took you to level eight or so? That's right. All right. And so, again, now we are here to talk about Lion's Vault. Um, again, this is an ongoing series, so they lead directly from one to the other. So my first question is going to be, I assume that there is some pledge level where I can get the previous two if I missed out on those earlier. Yes, there is. In fact, there are um, pledge levels called newcomers and you can get the print and digital of every module to date including the 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 newest one uh, lion's vault or you can get just digital or you can get the whole shebang including all of the digital assets that can be used on virtual tabletop so that was one of the big selling points that i wanted to talk about myself i don't use roll 20 i think i'm one of the few holdouts uh, I, I use it for a while i do like it but the way that I particularly game, I don't really use maps and minis, so I don't I don't need all the bells and whistles. So it just became easier not to use it. Uh, but a lot of people do, and for those that do, uh, they like to have their modules, their tokens, their maps, their dungeons, everything integrated into the system. And and that's what we have here, right? Like this is almost like a plug and play for Roll Twenty. 
it can work on any virtual tabletop. It works great for Roll20, uh, the Fantasy Grounds, whatever system you're using. The, um, oh, Roll20. I mean, you know, especially for Pathfinder and 5e, I, I think that uh, you, you, you have to have something on the screen to interact with, even if it's theater of the mind. I mean, when I run, I run Roll20. I actually had a campaign for the past year and a half. We just wrapped and we're starting a new one. And uh, I, I typically am a theater of the mind kind of dungeon master, but when, when you're in there and you have the screen, you need something there. So, you know, whether that's an image or a map or the tokens, uh, roll 20, you technically need the tokens in order to do things like roll initiative. And so, you, you know, I, I think that that's an, an incredible buy, even if you're not using tactical play. Uh, you, can, you have all of these visual assets, all of these great images by really wonderful artists and there are uh there are tokens there are handouts there's everything you could need to run it online and by the way roll 20 is great for running at the table too because you can pull it up on your ipad you know you can have everything right there um and you can roll and and all of the assets are are at your fingertips now the thing the the uh i guess the difficulty that we have when we try to talk about a module is we don't want to give away the secrets of the module because that's no fun you know if, if you're getting this for your group maybe you're going to run it or if you're like hey i want my dm to get this so that they'll run it for me if we give away a lot of what happens it, you know it can mess things up so so what's the synopsis what's the elevator pitch that we can tell people about what this module what type of adventure is it going to deliver at their table it's a lot like the mummy the the new one with Tom Cruise or the old one with Brendan Fraser? The good one. The old oh, one. Okay. <laughs> the, the, you know, the, the only mummy, I, I think. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're with treasure hunters. Uh, you've heard of some uh, wonderful and amazing treasure. And in fact, in the prior chapter, you had come upon some of this tre- treasure and it almost completely leveled the city of Arkansas. So you know that this is powerful, magical stuff. So you're in there with treasure hunters in a caravan through the desert trying to find a mystical lost and ancient city. And uh, beneath that city is, is an ancient secret. But that secret has been corrupting the region around it. And so all of the beasts, all of the creatures, even the people that are in this desert region have become mad. And they've become diseased with this sort of mystical corruption. And that is emanating from beneath the surface of these ruins. So it's, you know, it, it's very uh, Indiana Jones. It's kind of pulpy. There's these ancient lost secrets that are messing everything up. There are creatures that you're familiar with, but because of the corruption, the mechanics are completely different. So we've had a lot of fun with things like the rock, which is a terrifying beast anyway. And if you're familiar with it, I mean, this thing's the size of a cruise ship you know, or a 747 flying in the air. Uh, but it's just an animal, right? You know, when, when I came upon a rock, uh, upon a rock in, a, in a game, I, you know, you throw up some cows and sheep and then you're done. <laughs> the rock is eating. <laughs> you know, it's the done. Cow, it, cow, the catapult. Yeah, it's just hungry. You know, it'll eat the cow and leave you alone. But not this rock. This rock has been corrupted. It's, it wants to kill you. Wants to kill you and everybody around you, and it's going to stop at nothing to do it. So that that means different tactics, and it means different traits and abilities. And so we we had a lot of fun with the corruption part, and we've built a uh, a way of using that corruption across the board from many of the uh, encounters that you will confront. So now, is that going to be an extra quote unquote corruption mechanic that can affect the players too? Because I don't think there's anything built into Five E 
for that, but there are certainly other games that do that. There might be some uh, evil plan on that, yes. Uh, I, I, I can't disclose this, the specifics, but you can okay. you can be diseased in 5e. And uh, it, and if this operates anything like a disease, then then definitely anybody is susceptible. I think we touched on this, at least I think we did. We may have done that before we hit record. Uh, that this is there's a version for 5e and for Pathfinder. So these are separate versions. It's not like a one where it gives you options for both. If if I want the Pathfinder module, I can get the Pathfinder one. If I want the D and D one, I get the D and D one. Uh, I assume those are the same cost, but you make a choice. Uh, that's right. Yeah, you can make a choice on which edition you want and and you'll get that edition you could also get both editions if you want but they are separate products um uh, ryan on the staff at 2c gaming is uh particularly good at converting uh anything to pathfinder and also uh, uh specifically 5e so uh, he's doing all of the conversions he's also the uh epic guy who will convert to higher levels and so we can see some of that down the road i'm sure uh, but the Pathfinder, it's a solid conversion. They do it with all of their products. And uh, it's one thing that uh, I think makes 2C Gaming stand apart is that they, they, you know, they really try to serve both audiences. Okay, so we mentioned that this is the third in a series of modules. The first two are also from 2C Gaming. Are there any other products that people may be able to go look at and see, oh, this is the type of product I can expect from this? 2C Gaming does a lot of uh, specifically 5e Pathfinder products. Uh, in fact, that's all they do. There is uh, a history of them doing uh, really great modules that you can just drop into your campaign. For example, uh, they put out this uh, book uh, uh, last year called the Total the Total Party Kill Handbook, which is a series of twenty some odd encounters that are very tactically written. One of the things that sets them apart from other modules is that your your encounters are not just here's a stat block. The encounters are really broken down and said, okay, here is uh, what the monster's trying to accomplish. This is how they intend to do it. They will they will do this, they will do that. Uh, if the players do that, then they'll do this. If you want to make it harder, here are some harder tactics you can deploy. Ooh. If you want to make it easier, here are some easier tactics. And so it's not just an encounter. There's, you know, several pages describing the scenario so that the game master can 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 really uh, change the knob and change the dial and make the encounter interesting. So on the heels of Total Party uh, Kill Handbook, there's just sort of this this this. Uh, it's why I started talking with these guys because they they take encounters seriously. You know, the encounter itself is a story in of itself, and so you know you explore all the different angles from it, and suddenly you have this really rich gaming experience. So they do that. They also created the, the Trap Compendium, which is a series of mechanics on how to build your own traps. And it's sort of this cost mechanic where you can say, okay, the, the more expensive the trap is, the larger the CR level, the more experience. And, and there's a whole system in place for that. And uh, Lion's Vault and all of the modules use that trap system in the game. Okay. So, again, sounds like these... People have been around for a while. They've been doing some good conversions. They have some other products out. They've had at least two successful Kickstarters before. So so to me, this kind of talks about more than likely this is going to fund. This is going to be a product. So if there's any hesitation to sometimes, you know, jumping onto a module or something on Kickstarter is like, eh, maybe they'll fund, maybe they won't. So we'll just assume that they're going to fund. 
what exactly are we going to get? Like, what's the page count? Like, how does it break down? What, what are we looking at component-wise for what we're going to get if if we jump in on this? Well, the um, oh, just real quick about Tusi Gaming. I mentioned I, it, it's run by John Kelly and Stephen Gordon. John is uh, masterful at putting together ideas and projects. Uh, Stephen Gordon is an excellent writer. Um, he's even doing work, uh, you know, across the board for DMs Guild and other things. Uh, and so they, they have been around and, you know, I, 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 I'm just thrilled I get to work with them because I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in with the cool boys finally, you know. <laughs> so you're the lead writer on this particular On this version, particular right? project, yes, because Steven was pulled off on another project and, uh, they said, hey, Chris, when's Happiest Apocalypse done? <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be in the pipe by the end of the month. And they said, great, I got a project for you and, and I'm just thrilled to be working with them. In answer to your question, the uh, the book is uh, it's going to be a uh, a paperback glossy. It's going to be roughly a hundred pages, fully illustrated. Uh, we've already secured the artists, and they're excellent artists that have worked with other projects in the past. And you know, there's that's the print version. The uh, PDF version obviously is is less expensive. Uh, you know, it's, it's cheaper. But if you buy the paperback, you also get the PDF. Uh, and then, there, like I said, there are two editions. So either you're going to get the Pathfinder or you're going to get the 5e. All right. But you also mentioned the handouts, maps, tokens, and all the other things that, even if you don't necessarily use them in virtual tabletop, they can still be handy to see and have. And Right. The uh, the digital assets, there's, there's a, a slew of maps that are uh, in the pipe for this. Um, there's going to be a massive dungeon, which is a pyramid, multi-level pyramid. There's all of the tokens that go along with it. Many of the monsters in here are created from scratch. Um, there have been some that have been adapted, but many of we we've just created. So you get whole new monsters. So you need the tokens, you need the stat blocks, all that comes in with the uh, with the package. Okay, so even for monsters that that you're using from like say the OGL, there's the stat blocks are still included in the module. There's a design philosophy that everything you need as a game master to run the game is going to be on the page in front of you. If it's a goblin, you're still going to have the stat block. You're not going to have to pull out the OGL. All right, fantastic. Now, the way that I particularly run my types of games, very high role play, political intrigue, occasionally combat. So where do you think this module falls on that scale? Because a lot of what you're talking about feels like it would be very tactically minded. What kind of role play elements are we going to find? Yeah, the, uh, the design elements for all of 2C Gaming's products are very tactical. And if you sit at a table with these guys, you know, they will hammer you with the uh, the numbers of, you know, they, they, they know the strategy, they know the tactics, and it's a blast being in those games because you have to really think and work. I am a role-player-minded kind of game designer, so I um, it, it's, it's, it's cool to have those two minds meet. And I think what's happening, and uh, Stephen Gordon's also very good at storytelling, but, but I think what's going to happen here in... Um, in this particular product, there's going to be a lot more, uh, a, a, a lot of interesting role-playing opportunities and hooks. The second module really was designed for things like diplomacy, and uh, it, it was it took place in the Arkan the Arkansheen city, which had a lot of politics going on. That one, and I've run it, it is very prone to role-playing. But when you get into the count encounters, you throw down. <laughs> sure. So and that's and I'm going to continue that into this module. So uh, yes, very tactical. There's lots of that in there, but there's also going to be a lot of great hooks for role players. And it's because Christopher Gray is behind it. I'm definitely going to have stuff in there where you're going to want to get to the bottom of what's going on, um, and you're going to have lots of opportunity to do that. 
All right. Very cool. So again, the difficulty here is we don't want to give away what's going on. Uh, hopefully people are at least interested enough to jump over to the Kickstarter page. If they do, what are we going to see? What what kind of levels are we talking? Where, where can we jump in at? What's the crazy over the top one at the at the bottom of the list? Well, it starts at $15 and that will give you the uh, PDF version of the game, either 5th edition or Pathfinder. That's yeah, pretty pretty standard what I've seen on most established companies, 15 bucks is about what you would expect to pay for a PDF. Right, and if you want the uh, the paperback print edition as well as the PDF, that's $22 which is a really great price, and it's also a very good quality. I've seen the, um, the I know the printer they use, they use LSI, and um, I, I have the Domes of Ashok Zahur. It's a really great, very visual, very colorful product. So that's a good, good price for that. So if I want to be, I don't want to use the word cheap, but if I want to get, get in cheaply and run the game, I can do that for $15. That's right. If I want to have it at my table, I want to have a print version, I'm looking at $22. That's right. If I want to have all the cool digital assets, what are we looking at? Now you're looking at 30, and that's for the PDF, either Pathfinder or 5th, and then um, all of the digital assets. So that would include the digital tokens, the copies of all the maps, all of the objects that go in there. Also, there is a soundtrack. John Kelly hired somebody to give us music. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. You can actually get a taste of that music if you watch the video on Kickstarter. That's some of the music that's in there. All right, very cool. Uh, and for thirty-seven, you get uh, you you get the PDF, uh, all the digital stuff, and the uh, print version. All right, so thirty-seven is pretty much the everything. Actually, it's it's even called everything. Right. So it's it's everything put together, thirty-seven dollars. But if I want to go back and get the modules that I had missed, that's when you become a newcomer. Well, you haven't seen it yet, so you have to get the other two chapters so you can play it from the beginning. Um, and, and this is a good way to do it rather than going to the store and buying the other two versions. You can just get it bundled and it's cheaper. So the digital version, which includes the PDFs for uh, all three chapters, uh, which is the Domes of Ishak Zahur, City of Sands, and now Lion's Vault, that's $45 for all three PDFs. So quick question to jump in there. So assuming we fund, this is going to close at the end of August, will I be able to have access to those previous two right away, or do I have to wait for this one to get finished and get them all three at the same time? The ones that are out already, you'll get right away on uh, through the backer kit. I think it's backer kit we're using, one of them. And so you can be, you can, you'll get that and you can play it right away, which is good because you'll get a head start. And then by the time we have Lion's Vault ready, you can jump in. That's kind of what I was thinking is that gives me something to, to run and hopefully the timing will work out by the time I'm ready for it. It'll be here. Looking at the Kickstarter, uh, it looks like it, you guys are expecting to have this done this later this year, at the end of the year, basically. That's right, which uh, which means I'm not going to get a lot of sleep. <laughs> 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 eh, you can sleep when you're dead. That's true. Yeah, I got, I'll have plenty of time then. I, I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. So keep going over the levels. Oh, well, it, that, and that's it. I mean, you, the newcomer then tears up. And so the, the largest level is if you want everything you want all three books all the digital assets you want um, all of the print books for all three chapters and you're looking at 110 dollars. and I, you know for me that's one of the things where i, I look at that and I'm like 110 bucks that's you know that's not nothing but if you have a game group where everyone splits it you have four to five people they're like we all get to play this let's all chip in you know 20 bucks each now you have a you know like a year's worth of gaming for 20 bucks that's not bad. And we're talking about three adventure pads with 
uh, you know, a breakdown of amazing tactics and that take your characters all the way up to level 11. Um, and, and with, with stats and monsters of things that you can't get elsewhere, you know, so there's, there's things in here. There are monsters in here. You can't get anywhere. Um, there are traps, there are dungeons and there's some great role play opportunity. There's an entire city. There's an entire city in the second one. So looking at the Kickstarter right now, cause again, we, we're recording this on the fifth. This probably won't come out for a couple more days. So you're going to be a week and a half into the campaign before, unfortunately, this is going to be able to come out. Uh, you guys are already around 33% funded. Uh, your goal is $7,500 roughly. You're at 25 now, basically. So yeah, about a third of the way there. And then what are we looking at as far as stretch goals? Is it adding additional stuff or is it just like fleshing out what's there, making it prettier? But we have what we need with regards to the budget. John's really good about saying this is exactly what we need. But the stretch goals will help us go into the next chapter, you know, because we're continuing this forward. So the first stretch goal at 17.5 is to help us get a head start on part four, uh, which is already being conceived and boarded up and planned. Okay. We also want to put together a player's guide for the whole series because it's becoming much bigger than only the modules. I mean, there's a setting that's being developed for all of these modules, and by the time you know we get to part three, part four, why don't we put together an entire package about Fate of the Forebears, which is what the the whole series is called? Um, you know, it's basically a uh, a, a desert themed campaign setting. Uh, we don't have anything that from Watsi on that yet. Um, I, I you know there's a bit from Cobalt Press, but you know now we can devote an entire setting to to this, and it's a really uh, exciting idea. That's at 20000 All righty. So I'm looking back at some of the other Kickstarters that 2C Gaming has done. Total Party Kill Handbook got up over like $17,000. The two modules previous have both funded, though they haven't quite got to that level. But in both cases, they, it looks like they pretty easily funded. So again, I, just, I think that speaks to the quality. Actually, it's pretty interesting. There's over 200 people backed the first module. And then it went up a little bit for the second. So pretty much all the people who got the first one came back and got the second one. And then a few more people jumped in. So based on that, I would expect that you guys will probably do a little bit more this time. So yeah, I just, I'm talking in circles, but it looks to me like you guys are going to be able to fund this, which I think, again, just speaks to the quality that people are coming back. Yeah, I, um, I think that, and this is why I'm really excited to be a part of this. I mean, I, I like all games. I'm a, I'm very uh, all over the place, as you know. I love Powered by the Apocalypse for sure. I love Savage Worlds, and I love Fifth Edition. I mean, it's really a great system. Uh, I've been writing for it for a while on TM's Guild, so I mean, it's just great to be a part of this. And um, you know, I love working with these guys. And John's got a tight ship going, you know. And you'll see on the Kickstarter where that money's going. There's no mystery. It's broken down, uh, down to down to the dollar. Yeah, again, the budget or the goal is actually $7,539, right. which, you know, again, I, I always get a little bit of a chuckle when I see that, when it's like that, like a weird amount. I'm always like curious as to why. That was calculated. Okay. <laughs> exactly the amount that John Kelly needs to make this a success. Well, there you go. So hopefully anybody listening, please jump over to the Kickstarter. There will be links in the show notes, or you can go to kickstarter.com and search for Lion's Den. Uh, that is, again, part three. And what, what's the name of the whole thing? It's Fate of the something? Fate of the Forebears, uh, which is referring to this ancient civilization that has passed on, and now we're going to find out why. And, you know, 
are they coming back? So for roughly $45 for PDF, roughly 100 bucks for for digital, you can get all three of the modules that that at this point will take you from level 1 all the way to a level 11. There are certainly plans in place and and the, the goal that we will continue to see more in the series that can take you to level 20 and possibly beyond. Um, seems like you guys are doing some quality work over there. Again, I was very impressed with uh, Happiest Apocalypse on Earth. If you're the lead writer on this, I have no doubt that it's going to be a fun time and a good adventure. Is there anything else that you would tell people to go check out or look at to kind of help them tangibly see what sort of adventure or what sort of quality they're going to see in this? They're on DM Skilled. You can get a DM Skilled Adventure that that uh, was put out recently uh, that was put out with the uh, Storm King's Thunder season. There's also the Trap Handbook, which I love. I use in my own games. Uh, and, and look out for more. There's a bunch coming. I, uh, for example, uh, a module that I wrote a while back that's currently in the uh, in the editing phase is uh, Let's Kill Strahd. And this is a module I run at cons a lot. And it's just, you know, go to the castle, kill the vampire. That's the whole game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds easy. We don't, we don't want to do a year in Curse of Strahd, you know, wandering around Barovia. We just want to go and kill the vampire, and that's what this game is. So um, that's coming down. We're going to be doing a tournament on that uh, at Strategicon. We're going to be, I'm joining them for uh, PAX Unplugged. So one great way to get to know 2C Gaming and the products, meet them at cons, uh, play their games. They always do tournaments. Tournaments are always a lot of fun. And obviously the website good place to check them out 2cgaming.com and i'll put that link in the show notes as well so last chance is there anything else that you would say to someone who's on the fence who's thinking like yeah this looks pretty good but i'm not sure what's that last tipping point that you can tell them that will make them want to go over click the button and back you guys well christopher gray is behind this which means the ruins probably are holding an elder god (laughs) let's be frank (laughs) if you like lovecraft you'll like this All right. Fantastic. Well, Christopher, thank you so much for joining us once again. Best of luck on the Kickstarter. Again, it looks like it's well on its way to getting there. And I look forward to seeing where you guys get with that. And I don't know, I might uh, might get one a copy for myself as well. And because I'm I'm not a tactically minded GM, I'm not good at that. But it sounds like this is the type of adventure that can help me get better at those particular aspects because I can handle the role play. But providing my players with a challenge tactically for combat I just don't think that way. And again, I'm circling all the way back around to the beginning, but it sounds like this is a type of a module that will help me do that better. All of the encounters are really good at that. And that's what I love about them is it helps show the whole picture so that when you go to the table, you 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 know you you you're, you're throwing sideways stuff. You're not just hacking at goblins anymore. Suddenly you're having to as a player make hard decisions. Um, and tactical stuff, it's not its not numbers and, and boring stuff. It's, uh, you know, conversationally taking you through the scenario. It's really great how they do that. And um, there's a lot of that in Lion's Vault, for sure. All right, very cool. Now, if someone wants to get some of the other products that you mentioned, like the Total Party Kill, the Traps, the previous modules, but they don't necessarily want to go through the Kickstarter, can they get those off of the 2C Gaming website? Or are they available somewhere else currently? Yeah, 2C Gaming has all of the stuff except for the DM Skilled stuff because, uh, you know, if you're writing Forgotten Realms, it needs to live on DM Skilled. So you'll have to check both places. But if it's setting agnostic, 2CGaming.com. All right, fantastic. Well, thank you again, once again, Christopher, for being here. Best of luck on the Kickstarter, and uh, we'll check in on you and see how you're doing later, all right? All right, sounds good. All right, so until then, this is Michael. Oh, and this is Christopher Gray. And we will see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash the RPG Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, The Caleb G, at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.